Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Yes, Angie, happy second day of the year. Uh, how exciting. New Year. Get to start uh, looking at new things and uh, uh, going maybe in new directions. I don't know. It's fun. It's always fun to look at a new year and and just have that sense of, of freshness and expectancy. So, uh, hello. I hope you're all doing really well out there. Uh, one bit of business because I will forget if I don't tell you now, starting next week, I'm going to be doing this broadcast even earlier at 8 a.m. And so uh, I'm going to start going at, at 8 every week uh, starting next week. So um, if I wait till the end to say that, I'll forget. Uh, okay, so we've been talking. Uh, we, we just started the series of restoration yesterday and talking about family and family restoration and what it is that God's doing. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about that today and kind of uh, just do a follow-up to that. And uh, that's really what uh, I'm going to be doing um, most of this year um, is just doing a follow-up from from what it is we went over on Sundays. And so uh, there was something mentioned yesterday uh, about uh, identity and and that's a, a word that I, I kept going back to and kind of a sense I kept going back to uh, when we're when thinking about family restoration and how we need to uh, know who we are, whose we are to really be able to start looking at, at uh, really at restoration period, uh, but particularly as it relates to the family. And so uh, I thought that was an interesting thing that was brought up yesterday and uh, if you've followed us for any length of time, you know that uh, revealing identity and and that pulling out of the gold of people uh, is really something we are are really big on and and love to do because we love to be able to pull out uh, who people are, uh, show it to them, turn it around, see all the different facets that we can, and then hold each other accountable to that uh, because that's who God says that you are. And, and that's what we want to, um, partner with him to become. And so it's, it's exciting to me to, uh, get back into thinking about identity as it relates to, to restoration, family restoration, the series as a whole, as we go through it. And I think it's, it's also fitting that with the themes of the year, uh, with retraining and rebuilding, uh, that that would come back up. And so it's kind of exciting. Um, as looking at the family and and kind of just putting together some thoughts and ideas, I was thinking about how uh, the family has been under attack and and not in some way of you know the political pundits or the loud voices out in the media saying uh, that family uh, as we know it is under attack. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about family being under attack, I, I'm thinking about the spiritual aspect of what is coming at us from the unseen and, and what is trying to uh, drive a a wedge or um, separate family. And and that's, that's really where I focus on because if you, you pay any heed to the other, you lose sight of who the actual enemy is and you start labeling people as enemies. And, and that's not what it's about. And in this attack on the family, thinking about the, the spiritual aspect of that 
and and what's coming out of the unseen realm. Uh, by and large, our silence as the church um, has has allowed this. It, and you know, when we look at this, we look at the church's response to this attack on family, and there is either, and, and either way it goes, it, it's uh, uh, the loudest voices that you hear on social media are calling the church toxic because of either a, a lack of response when it comes to uh, family and, and just a silence, or um, uh, the other extreme of where they're they're voicing all the opinions and they're coming out against people. And so this is something that um, that has gotten us labeled as toxic. And, and these are the, the the big voices that you hear a lot. And and we just can't let these extremes go. And, and we're going to talk about um, of the extreme we need to go to here in a minute about not compromising. Um, that's that's where we should be at, uh, because there is a definite standard. But us. Uh, um, Allowing things to slide or being too harsh is has gotten us in into a place where we are now. Um, and, and I'm not saying this is uh, universal about the church where uh, the response is to let things slide or to uh, be overly harsh. That's that's just not true. Um, but that is the perception of of the outside world because of of those big, loud voices in the media, in social media that we see. And, um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to find them. Uh, I, I have found them and, uh, you, you look at one post and, uh, look at some of the comments to kind of see the discussion behind what, what, uh, idea is introduced by the original post. And then all of a sudden your feed is just filled with this stuff and it's everywhere. And, um, and it's something to be careful of because uh, you can start to curate this, these things that will cause uh, negativity to be the lead that comes out of you when that's, that shouldn't be what it is. We know that um, in, in response, Jesus took a firm stance against sin and, and he called people out for their sin, uh, but he didn't label them as the enemy. He knew who the real enemy was, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't shy about calling it out. He wasn't shy about calling the people out on it. And, and he wasn't overly harsh. It was unto something. And this is the point where I, I think a lot of, of us, a lot of people who are uh, criticizing the church because they were part of it and they've been hurt and, and they're coming out and I'm getting off into a kind of a, a different subject here for a second, but just bear with me. I'm going to bring it back around. Um, it was unto something when Jesus was calling this out, you know, it was unto uh, restoration and reconciliation. And this is uh, some of the things that uh, we have to be willing to, to look at within the family too, is um, it is when we call out these different things, it's, it's unto something. It's not just simply to call it out because that doesn't help anything. That's not helpful to the situation. And, and it's not necessarily our job to call these things out. We may be used at some time to, to aid in what it is that God is doing because he is doing a great work in family restoration. And we're going to walk through that um, from the word uh, that was given to us for 2023 uh, here in just a minute. Uh, so there was, there was a hope in, in what Jesus was doing and what he was offering. 
to people, um, exposing the sin and saying, here it is, look at it. Now let's do something about it. Uh, and, and then there's a choice that was made uh, to either go with that or not. And so um, the the solutions can't just be to the one the extreme and 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 in those extremes painting people as as enemies and as uh, victimizers or um, or disempowering people by labeling them victims. And so um, it, it's an interesting dynamic when we look at these extremes and. And how when we are talking about family restoration, the family being under attack from the spiritual means, but uh, there is there is influence that's coming out of the unseen realm. And so I don't want us to miss this in all of the restoration uh, discussion, and particularly around families, because there is a lot that God is wanting to do. And so I want to I want to read um, a little bit of this. And and then go back and walk through, because uh, one of the things I don't want us to miss is I don't want us to miss what it is that God is saying he's going to do. And I don't want to miss what it is he's telling us to do, because in this short little bit, it's easy for us to miss the small uh, uh, things where he says he's doing something and uh, miss the the actual things that he's directing us to do, because we can get caught up in in this and get excited about it and then start to grab hold of things and trying to take action in in a way that um, isn't directed for us. Uh, So, okay, I'm going to read this now. And then we're going to go back in and talk a little bit about it. It says, I am after my family. I am uncovering ties to deception, freeing my people to commune deeply, authentically. Great courage will come upon you to look beyond the surface. I'm uncovering bonds, trappings, and vices. It's a transparent season, so swallow up your garments. I am bonding my body, not over just anything, over life abundantly, over great grace, justice, and truth. Hold the line of conviction, break the back of tolerance, and continue to echo no compromise. It is then that I will begin to shape and mold family life like you've never known. You will be known as a phenomenon as you step into my commons. Signs, wonders, and miracles will accompany great grace. The measure will be known in no needs among you. None. Understand what I'm getting at. There won't be any issues of health, wealth, hunger. All will be satisfied. This is what I'm setting up. Yours is to hold the line of no compromise and continue to feed the fire. Consider the cost. You must keep pace. Think of a wildfire consuming decades of deceptions, insulting weeds, overgrown sentimentality that I didn't author. It's a blazing fire swallowing up all that doesn't live up to the standard of my righteousness revealed in this day. Keep pace. You will look and see desert life, but look again, a second glance to see great provision, each intentional step of obedience, leaving a wake of glory power, an oasis for creative life to flourish. You will be consumed with zeal for my house, my way. Don't fret the mistakes. There will be plenty of those. I will be with you to turn around, turn you around, setting your feet on higher ground. Family revival. Hearts turn back to me in deep reverence and lasting devotion. The least of these, the worst off will hear my knocking and let me in. 
I am releasing a healing balm over families with a grace to uncover iniquities. Deep healing is coming to my house of myrrh. I'm touching pain-filled memories trapped in the hidden corners of your soul. I am sweeping out every crevice and corner. This is the jubilee year of the soul in order to be satisfied and not crushed by the release of my greater glory. Watch for me. Watch me for this one thing. Hold me to my word. I am restoring family life. Ask me even now and I will step in. You will house people eager to surrender, willing to die. Ask me. I will diffuse the essence of that sweet resin in your midst. You will know my intention, my call for surrender with the wafting fragrance of myrrh. Okay, there's a, there's a lot in that. And um, thank you for posting that link. If you check out that link, you can read the entire thing uh, on our website. But I want to make sure that we catch some of the, the, the things in here. Where, where God's saying he is going to do these things. He is going to do this work. It starts off right away. He's after my family. He says, I am after my family. That's you. That's all of us. We are his family. Right after that, he says, I am uncovering ties to deception, freeing my people to commune deeply and authentically. He is freeing us up to, to be in oneness uh, with, with one another. He is doing that. That's important to catch where he says, I am, I am doing this. I will do that. He says, I'm uncovering. He is uncovering those bonds, those trappings, the vices. He's uncovering those things because he wants to, to reveal true identity and true nature. Yes, you are his family. He says, I am bonding my body. So he's, he's uncovering those things and then he's bonding his body not and not just over anything, over life abundantly, right? That we know Jesus said he came to give us life and life more abundantly or life full tilt or whatever your, your favorite translation says there. But we know that it's, it's life abundantly. Oh, and he, he's bonding us over great grace and justice and truth. We can't miss these things. Those are the some of the things that he is doing. We've been seeing him bonding us together over justice and truth over the last few months leading up to this time. Now, here's the first uh, portion of this where uh, you have action to take. And he says, hold the line of conviction, break the back of tolerance and continue to echo no compromise. That is a, a piece that, uh, you bring into this. This is your your part to carry in partnership is to hold the line of conviction and break that back of tolerance by continuing to echo no compromise. I will not compromise and, and, and allow myself to be contained any longer. And right on the backside of that, he said, it is then that I will begin to shape and mold family life like you've never known. Holding that line uh, of no compromise, breaking the back of tolerance, when you, we start to, to really commit to that, he says, it's then that he will begin to shape and mold family life like we've never known. That's, that's really exciting. And, and right on the backside of that, he says, you will be known as a phenomenon as you step into my commons. as 
you take that step of faith to, to step into his comments, those signs, wonders, miracles, right? And then he's going to, he's going to break it open and there's not going to be any needs among us, right? None. Uh, understanding that there won't be any issues with health, uh, wealth, hunger, all are going to be satisfied. This is what I'm setting up. And again, it's reiterated. Yours is to hold the line of no compromise and continue to feed the fire. Consider the cost. That is another piece or a reiteration of your partnership with this word, with what it is that he's doing in family restoration is to hold the line of no compromise. Continue to feed the fire of true identity, right? Of, of big dreams and considering the cost. It's considering the cost. That's one of the, the themes of the year. We know that. And so it's another thing that you're bringing into this. You have to consider the cost of it. Right on the backside of that says you must keep pace. Something else that you must do. You must keep pace with what it is that he's setting. It says right after that, think of a wildfire consuming decades of deceptions, insulating weeds, stuff stuff that has kept you uh, closed in, uh, masked off and and not in oneness with others. That is uh, being consumed like a wildfire and you are to keep pace with that. I mean, think about the speed that a, a wildfire can travel. And, and I, I think about it in, in context to like the winds that come up. I think about the wildfires in, in uh, Southern California, uh, close to where I grew up, the, the winds can take those things quickly. Right. And that's what we, we we're supposed to keep pace with. We're supposed to keep pace with, with him, uh, bringing us along and doing so very quickly. There, the, this retraining is, is going to. It's going to happen fast. And there is a lot that he's wanting to bring us through. And so, again, this is something that you get to do is keep pace. But to do that, it's going to take you committing daily to to being in union with him. Right. And and really pushing into that and not uh, allowing other things to distract you from from his voice, from his leading from his uh, relationship that he's wanting to be in with you. Distract you from the, the intimacy that, that he is, is offering. And so we got to keep pace. And it, it says again, uh, in the middle of, of that paragraph, keep pace. And then down lower, it says, you will be consumed with zeal for my house, my way. Right. As we keep pace, you're going to see and, and you're going to start to sense this, this uh, consuming desire for God's house, that zeal, right? Uh, I, I don't know any, any better way to say it than, than uh, a passion, a desire, right? And, and so keeping pace, that's what you're going to start to, to, to go through. Right, that that daily intimacy. Yes, put your seats up in the full upright position and buckle up. Absolutely. Right on the backside of that, he says, "Don't fret mistakes. There will be plenty of those. 
There's going to be plenty of mistakes. Just learn from them. Oh, God, I screwed up. Um, this didn't go like I thought it was going to. What do you have to show me from this? And let him let him retrain you in each one of those. Because he says, don't fret the mistakes. There will be plenty of those. I will be with you to turn you around, setting your feet on higher ground. So mistakes don't mean you fall and and lose ground. He's there to turn you around and set you even higher on the backside of a mistake. So we can't we can't shy away from from trying to keep pace or not trying to keep pace, but from keeping pace, right? Holding the line of no compromise and, and, and worry about mistakes or worry about what people are going to say or think. It's our part to not compromise and to keep pace. And if there are mistakes made in that, he's got you. He's there with you to turn you around, setting your feet on higher ground. I think that's a a big piece that you should probably grab hold of and take into your time with, with Holy Spirit this week. Because I know personally, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that uh, will will think about taking action and then think about, oh, what could go wrong? And it starts to like make you sink back and like, oh, uh, you know, you've seen the memes where uh, Homer Simpson is kind of fading back into the bushes. And that's kind of what we do as we start to think about what could go wrong rather than just focusing on what God has told us, where he's taken us, the promise that he has shown us and, and just moving towards that. And trusting that if there is a mistake that happens, he's big enough to take care of it. All right. In this next paragraph where he talks about family revival, he says, I am releasing a healing balm over families with a grace to uncover iniquities. Deep healing is coming to my house of myrrh. So he said he's uncovering bonds, trappings, and vices. Now he says he's releasing healing balm and and grace over these things. He's uncovering these iniquities. There's deep healing uh, that that is coming, that he is bringing himself. He says, I'm touching pain-filled memories. So if you're you're holding on to pain-filled memories that you may not even know of, right? Trapped in the hidden corners of your soul. He's touching those things. Let him. Don't hide those things from him. Let him touch those. Because there's healing that comes along with that. Right? He wants to sweep out. He says, I'm sweeping out every crevice and corner. He wants to do that. But if we don't let him touch those things to be able to take them out, to to allow that area of your life to be healed, it's going to be pretty hard. It's going to be pretty hard to hold that line of no compromise. It's going to be difficult to keep pace. Let him do that. Let him clean that stuff out. Um, When he says this is the jubilee year of the soul in order to be satisfied and not crushed by the release of my greater glory, 
if, if you don't understand what a Jubilee year meant, uh, go study it. I don't want to get into the full thing now, but um, a Jubilee year was a time of freedom. And, and it was, it was an extreme when it came to freedom, slaves being freed, people being uh, brought back to their families, um, land being given back, wealth being given back. If it was transferred or taken in some way, study it, understand what it means for God to say, this is a Jubilee year of your soul so that you can be satisfied and not crushed by the release of the greater glory that's coming out right now. Right on the backside of that, he says, watch me for this one thing. Hold me to my word. So it's important. This is another piece of your partnership. But to be able to watch him, you need to be close to him, leaning in, really pressing into oneness to be able to watch him and see that these things, see these things, hold him to his word. Right after that, he says, I am restoring family life. And right after that, ask me even now and I will step in. So watch him, hold him to his word, ask him to step in. Right, but we got to be leaning in close. Right on the backside of that, he says, you will house people eager to surrender, willing to die. Right after that, again, he reiterates, ask me. Ask him. Ask him to intervene. He says, ask me, I will diffuse the essence of that sweet resin in your midst. You will know my intention. My call for surrender will surrender with the wafting fragrance of myrrh. Wow. This is really incredible. This is a really uh, um, high, high level of things that he is do doing to bring about family restoration in my back. Okay. Sorry about that. Yes. Pause in his presence because uh, I don't know what's up with my internet. It's fine until I go to do these live broadcasts. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay. Don't, don't miss what he's doing here. It's, it's a, a high level of intervention in uh, family restoration that he's bringing about right now. We get to be a part of it. We get to we get to play in this, and, and it's really simple to to look at our, our piece of the partnership. There is it going to take some self control, absolutely, but it, it's easier it's easier to uh, exercise self control when you are leaned into His presence, right? when you're actually like pulling on heaven to see what it is that he's doing. Looking to, to mirror what it is that you see the father doing.
It's easier to keep pace when you're leaned into him. It's easier to watch him and hold him to his word and ask when you're right there. So don't run away when he's trying to to touch the areas of, of hurt and pain. I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's far easier to say uh, here now to let him do that than it actually is to allow that to happen. I know that. But I also know what it looks like on the other side of that when you do let him, what it feels like. It's incredible. So get in, get in with Holy Spirit this week and talk to him uh, and, and see what he has to say to you about this. Because I, I promise you that um, you're, you're going to see amazing things, right? He says you'll be known as a phenomenon. See what that means. Lean into him this week. All right. We will be back on Wednesday morning with unedited chats at 8 a.m. Central Time. All right. Have a great week. Love you all. Bye.